your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, welcome to the Bleep Show. <laughs> that is Lacrosse Talk PM. That is the state of Wisconsin's election right now. Uh, literally, Grant, what would you say? Two minutes ago, we got literally two. Now I would say three minutes ago now because the intro is about a minute. The uh, the Wisconsin uh, courts have blocked Governor Evers' move to delay the election. Um, so we're all all our heads are spinning right now. In in about about eight minutes. Because I want to get some legality person in here, a legal legal mind in here, Lacrosse County District Attorney Tim Grenke is going to be calling in. He's not going to be in studio, of course, because we're social distancing. If you're watching on Facebook Live, that is Grant Bills, the WKTY Wisco Sports Show host. We've transferred him into our Wisdom Studio to we can tag team this. Grant, how how much has your head been spinning? Well, I. It stinks, Rick, because like I first and foremost do sports, so like I'm really good at keeping up with sports and what's going on. This coronavirus story has been really challenging because things change every day; they change every hour. This election story has been wild because not only is thing like things are changing every hour, every half hour, but also the like the election is tomorrow. Like talking about when are sports going to come back? We can talk about September or August. Like all of this election talk the primary is tomorrow yeah. like in less than 24 hours so that that makes this even more wild to me yeah i would say in less than uh what 14 hours i i think i think maybe the polls open at 7 or 8 o'clock i guess i i should have looked that up before i go blabbing about it but uh yeah the latest on wisdomnews.com update top wisconsin courts block governor move, governor's move to delay action uh just threw that up i haven't even had a chance to read it so Hopefully we can get to the news break with Brad, and then uh, we'll be able to, to read. We'll be able to update ourselves on the breaking news. Um, just a couple of paragraphs because uh, earlier in the day, of course, Governor Evers uh, took to took to the. I was going to say the nation. I guess he kind of did talk to the nation because this is a, a pretty national vote we're having tomorrow in terms of uh, Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders being on the on the on the ballot. Well, Donald Trump's on the ballot too, but Wisconsin has blocked anyone from challenging him. But uh, also a Supreme Court race, pretty important election tomorrow. And now we're, I, I feel like, I f- maybe maybe this is where it stops. So we're going to throw uh, caution, caution, is it cause? Cause into the wind? I don't know the cliche. I think it's caution to the wind. Caution to the wind. And uh, everybody go vote. Go to your polling places, wherever they are, because nobody knows where they are because they've all changed. And um, go figure out where you're voting, and then go vote. But make sure you stay six feet away from everyone. Maybe bring a number two pencil and a pen. I think they probably use pens. Um, God, I remember hearing a story. I think in Milwaukee, I think they were gonna give out pens because you can't just use the same pen because then everyone's gonna get the virus. Everyone who goes to vote in person. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. The better series. Better. No, uh, what are we doing? Sugarloaf Ford talking text line. Uh, bear with us as we try to like get you the news and 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 update ourselves too as it happens. Uh, like I said, Tim Grinke, lacrosse district attorney, is going to be on in about five minutes now. Uh, we were going to have Molly Beck, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel reporter, come on after the second news break and talking to her earlier today. She's like, "Yeah, that would be great," and I wanted to get you know how Milwaukee 
is handling everything from the the virus pandemic to the elections because while lacrosse county while lacrosse the city of lacrosse has cut its poll stations from 13 to 8 which eh, no big deal right 13 to 8 it still kind of slims it up a little bit and for those who are voting have to go and figure out where to vote because obviously there's five polls gone milwaukee has 180 polling stations usually they've cut that to i think five now they've gone from 180 polling stations to five so what's that going to do in the city of milwaukee uh, the city that's i believe hit uh, hit uh, the hardest so far by the pandemic and like i can't even i can't even understand how uh, a city that large would have just five polling stations um, we can go, Grant, we can go to Joe quick. Joe is waiting. We'll go to Joe quick before we hit news. Joe, you got like a minute. Go. Hey, so the good news is, is all states are reporting lower than average every year in Georgia, uh, inpatient hospitalization and deaths, including New York. So my question is, is how come we haven't been doing this separation in some form or another, uh, every year for deaths due to the flu? outbreak or other viruses that come every year, you know, in that four or five month span. So if we're lower this year now than we ever have been, because it's usually 50,000 deaths and 270,000 inpatient every year. So we're happy with these numbers now, which are much lower. So how come we don't do this every year? Yeah, the the uh, the cost of death, I guess, would be the argument, right? We got to keep the economy going, Joe. We can't just be isolating all the time. We got to do it for the economy. So uh, lives are on the line when it comes to the flu. When when it, if you want to, are you citing flu numbers there? I guess I... flu and flu. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, Joe dropped off. Flu oh. and flu and pneumonia. He said, "Yeah, both." Yeah. Okay. So I mean, yeah. There's always the argument. What What about the flu? What about this? Um, nobody's immune to COVID nineteen. Well, maybe the people that have had it and since recovered are immune. We think. Um, a Bengal, a, a tiger, I believe, in the Bronx Zoo got COVID nineteen over the weekend. So that's where we're at with that. I so. want to know how the tiger got a test. Like, did, did they use a normal human test on a damn tiger? Like, I, I get it. We don't want animals getting sick either. But like, wait a minute. Yeah, in New York, nonetheless, too, where they're yeah! where this is hitting harder than any place in the world. Um, maybe, maybe they, uh, maybe the tiger gets a different kind of test. And since animal tests are probably not so great right now they have an abundance of those sure i'm guessing i saw a tweet yesterday rick you'll get a kick out of this because we were talking about tiger king last week oh boy i saw somebody tweeted uh that now that joe exotic has coronavirus and this tiger has coronavirus that now only the two things that people are talking about right now tiger king and coronavirus now that they're in one place it's convenient because we can really just shut off most of our brain and just think about tigers and coronavirus so at least it's convenient yeah, we've we've we're trimming our thought processes into uh, into just one thing now. Only coronavirus or Tiger King. Uh, we, we've combined them. Yeah. Um, all right, Grant. Let's go. Let's get Brad in the news. Do we have that figured out? Because Brad had to. Uh, yep, we do. He's got it. Okay, Brad in the newsroom. We'll be back with uh, Lacrosse County District Attorney Tim Grinke in just a couple of minutes. Right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. If you want to get in here, if you got questions about this whole voting thing in terms when it comes to maybe some lawyer speak, we've got a we've got a guy on right now for you. Lacrosse District Attorney, Lacrosse County District Attorney Tim Grinke. Tim, how is it going? 
Good. How are you? Have you have you uh, gotten yourself the latest update? <laughs> have you gotten I, the, the latest news on uh, the election now? If the latest still is that the Supreme Court overruled Governor Evers, is that the latest? No, the, actually the, uh, the the United States Supreme Court. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's the latest. <laughs> okay. I can't keep up. It's hard to keep track of this. Would I uh-huh. would I have uh, thrown you for a loop if I said the uh, the U.S. Supreme Court had taken over taken the case up? Yes, you would have, because usually they leave that to the states. But these days, who knows? Um, they have the the Republicans have asked the U.S. Supreme Court something when it comes to this. The, they've asked, okay, so we we can do mail in ballots. Uh, a, a federal judge said that we should be able to turn on our absentee ballots. Up until next, I believe Monday, April thirteenth. I think that's Monday, um, four four p.m. Monday. Uh, the Republicans have taken that to the U.S. Supreme Court. Is that odd? Um, it's uh, these days. I don't know if things odd anymore, but it's it's a story that keeps changing. Like you said, every hour. So yeah, right now you can't get an absentee ballot anymore. But if you still have one that hasn't been mailed in, or if it's in the mail, it'll be counted up until. April 13th, the Republicans are asking the Supreme Court to take a look at that and reverse the ruling. Um, and I guess we'll have to stay tuned to see what happens. Okay, so the do you anticipate in some type of shape, some way, shape, or form that Evers' ruling that's been overruled by the state Supreme Court? And I know you you just said that, but I just want to make it clear: the Evers' ruling has been overruled by the state Supreme Court, and of course. It was overruled by a 4-2 uh, margin, which is also of those voting. Uh, there's four conservatives and two liberals voting in this because one of the judges recused himself. Um, and I don't know for a fact if it's the four conservatives voted to overrule Governor Evers and the two liberals. But is that is is there is that odd at all that we're just right along party lines, even at the state Supreme Court about this? I don't think it's odd. I think in the past couple of years, unfortunately, that's been the pattern. Um, it's been rather predictable to see where people are going to vote based on their past decisions, and it does tend to break on a these days a five-two conservative to liberal vote, and um, so that's not surprising to me at all. No. Okay. Um- uh, jo- joining me, Lacrosse County District Attorney Tim Grinke. Not just joining me, joining me and Grant Bills of the Wisco Sports Show. Grant, go ahead. You had a question for, question for Tim. Yeah, I have a question for you, Tim. I, I think our my tendency with primary elections like this is to focus on the the presidential election, but obviously there are other offices on the ballot. And I guess what I didn't realize until today, and I really wanted to ask you. Um, just doing some research and trying to wrap my head around this situation is Tony Evers himself even originally was hesitant to move this election because a lot of these local positions, these loaded, uh, local elected officials, their terms start right in April. So how does that affect the schedule of things, right? Not just the presidential election, but local positions and other positions who like even their start date for work might be pushed back. What's that going to look like if this election is moved, right? How would that affect things? Um, yeah, well, I think... If it were moved, then uh, Evers' declaration was that the people who are currently in office would remain in office. And I haven't seen the Supreme Court's decision reversing that, but I might guess that one of the reasons why they did is because it's not clear how people would have earned those extra time in office when they really maybe voted out. So as it stands right now, that won't be the case. And I bet that's one of the reasons why the Supreme Court was 
hesitant to approve people staying in office past when a normal term would end. Tim, uh, La Crosse County District Attorney Tim Grickey on the phone with us. How how crazy is it that we're doing this all within maybe like 14, 12, 14 hours of the election starting in, in person? Uh, it's unusual. Um, I, I can imagine most people feel frustrated by it, and it's it's disappointing, to be honest, that our government is operating in such a way that things are done um, so back and forth and uh, twists and turns. And, you know, it's bad enough that we've got this pandemic shutting everything down, but at the same time, our government seems to be giving us inconsistent signals kind of at every turn. Um, I mean, on the one hand, the state government is telling us, stay at home, be safe, don't go out um, unless it's necessary, but come down and vote to a room where everyone's gathered together and poll workers will be there interacting with people and people will be standing in line. It, it, it's very, I think, inconsistent. I can imagine most people are frustrated that we should have worked this out a long time ago. There should have been some resolution weeks ago when we knew that this was going to be a problem. Um, other states had moved their primaries. Um, we know that this pandemic is going to go on for at least a couple more weeks, if not months. So I, I know myself is feel very frustrated that this is how it's working. I can't imagine that anyone's happy that this is how things are operating at the state level. Could we see other, what will we see after this? You know, if the voting does happen, um, you know, in person tomorrow and everything kind of goes quote unquote as planned. I don't even think that's possible to even say at this point. Can we yeah. see lawsuits coming in the future from one side or the other based on the fact that, that of all this, jumping through all these hoops to get to, I guess, to, to get to where we are? Can we see other things coming up? I'm sure, again, the way things have tended to go in the past, um, there could be challenges to um, the extension of these absentee ballots, depending on how close the election is and who, who wins or loses. I can see people saying that they were affected in some way, harmed by allowing the ballots to go on an extra week. Um, you know, that's determined to be unconstitutional. It's, you could challenge some of the rulings and uh, some of the ballots that counted. So it certainly could get messy. That's for sure. It's, it's, it hasn't been smooth so far, so I wouldn't be surprised if it stayed messy until all loose lawsuits are filed. How much uh, how much work are you doing with the the city of Lacrosse right now in terms of trying to get everyone's heads wrapped around uh, all of this? Well, with the elections, not as much yet. Hopefully, that stays through tomorrow. That's when these things usually happen for me. I know the clerks, the municipal clerks, are all busy at this point trying to manage the election. Most of my energy has been directed to trying to enforce the governor's order and the health department's order. Uh, for people to uh, stay in place, for essential businesses to remain open and non-essential businesses to shut down, and who is essential and who is non-essential. That was less than clear, I think, from the orders we got. So we've been trying to manage those issues as they come up and trying to make sure everybody's following the rules and trying to be consistent and trying to keep everybody safe. So that's been my biggest headache, along with the uh, health department. I know when I, I I didn't even think of this earlier because I usually no, normal process is to call your office and and see what you're doing and if you can come on and 
Um, you know, like, is your office been scaled back quite a bit? I know you were in your office, so I think you were anyway. Um, how much has life changed uh, it, down there? Uh, quite a bit. We we have the building is open to the public, but we're encouraging people to call in or email. So we have kind of a skeleton crew at the building, but we've been able to have more people work from home. So most of the people, not just in my office, but other offices are able to work from home, work remotely. Uh, court hearings are down to the bare minimum. And so and we're conducting most of them by phone, if we can't, or video conferencing. A lot of things have been continued. Um, so we're all trying to do the bare minimum of work of people that actually need to have something done, but continue as much as we can. So it's a pretty it's pretty empty right now. Uh, getting back to the election fiasco earlier or yesterday, I should say, ten mayors uh, throughout Wisconsin, including Lacrosse Mayor Tim Cabot, has sent a letter to the Department of uh, Health, their secretary Andrea Palm, asking her to use the emergency powers of that office to stop voting. Is there? And I know Evers. Ever, did Evers kind of take over that because Andrea Palm didn't want to ex- use that authority to postpone the elections, or could we even could we see that happen still at this point? Um, well, I would never say never, but she's technically within the executive branch and under Governor Evers, so I think his uh, ruling was probably incorporating that idea. And the Supreme Court saying that he doesn't have the authority, I don't think it would make much sense for her to do anything on her own because uh, she really works within the Evers administration. So um, I think the mayor's requests were, again, based on the safety of the poll workers and the citizens. And I think that's what Governor Evers was trying to do, I guess, one last-ditch attempt today to take that into account. But I think now that that's been decided, I doubt that there's going to be any more attempts yet tonight, which at some point people have to know if they have to show up tomorrow or not. So I would hope tonight there's no more. Yeah, that that uh, about sums orders. it up. Um, uh, Lacrosse County District Attorney Tim Grinke on the phone with us again. D- Governor Evers tried to uh, use a emergency. What would you call that, Tim? Uh, emergency powers to yes. Uh, emergency uh, powers. Emergency powers to to postpone tomorrow's in person election and and go to a, a mail only ballot. Can, you know in. In terms of that ever happening before, is this just something that we've never seen before, or can you relate that to something else that's similar? Boy, I I haven't seen anything like this, Um, nothing that I can remember. I I imagine other states have gone through it when you think about um, southern states with hurricanes or maybe a tornado or something like that, but a statewide um, event like this, I, I can't think of anything that's comparable in Wisconsin. Yeah, I, I guess so. You're predicting tomorrow maybe a tornado hitting uh, Milwaukee or Madison, and and then those five polling places in Milwaukee won't be they won't be able to go there. Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying that, but <laughs> nothing would surprise me. Yeah, that that would be the next uh, wrinkle to throw into this. All right, Tim. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot for for joining us and and trying to put some uh, clarity to the to the fog here. You're welcome. All right, that was Lacrosse County District Tim Grinky, nice enough to join us and and kind of kind of talk to you just a, a, a nice voice of, of, of somebody in you know that's got some uh, you know knowledge with the law and how this works to to put some sense into this we were going to talk to milwaukee journal sentinel reporter molly beck on uh on all this and just how milwaukee is handling everything from the elections to the covid19 pandemic and earlier talking to her earlier today i was say i was like well 
She's like, yeah, I should be, I should be good to go after 5.30. And I said, well, we'll see what happens, right? Because you never know. And she's like, yeah, you do never know. And, and sure enough, a half hour ago, she goes, nope, I can't come on. I was at the Elections Commission meeting. And, of course, the Supreme Court rules to, to go, ha- go on and go ahead with this election. So uh, 608-785-7914, the Sugar the Four talk and text line. Do you guys feel uh, – do you, do you all have to go to the polls tomorrow? Do you feel a little strange that – uh, the, all this is happening. You feel safe going to the polls tomorrow. I, I'd like to hear uh, from anyone that's got to go and vote tomorrow and, and w- you know how they're prepared to do that. So if you want to shoot me a text or give me a call, 608-785-7914. All right, we're going to hit Scott's comment. I believe Brad is probably updating us again on the news, and we'll be back after this on Wisdom. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Bleep show talk PM, maybe. <laughs> uh, the way the Wisconsin elections are, are going right now, not right now, but the way they're being handled by our government. 608-785-7914, the Sugarloaf Forward Talk and Text Line. If you want to get in here, I know there's a couple of callers, but just to update you guys on the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, I say that sarcastically, but I shouldn't probably. Uh, statewide, Wisconsin jumped 173 cases and uh, 44 new hospitalizations, nine more deaths. That's statewide in Wisconsin. Um, total hospitalizations, 668 now. Total deaths, 77. Total positives tests, 2,440. Minnesota jumped um, 51 positive tests. They're almost at 1,000 tests overall. Uh, let me see. Hospitalized so far in Minnesota, 223, and deaths in Minnesota, 30. Minnesota is way less than Wisconsin. I'm not exactly sure why. Maybe because there's just one gigantic city in Minnesota, and the other gig- uh, the other bigger city is Rochester, which has Mayo Clinic in it, and Mayo's keeping everyone safe. I don't know. Uh, but Wisconsin, Milwaukee, and Dane County, or Milwaukee and Madison, I should just say, uh, getting hit pretty hard. Uh, by the pandemic in Lacrosse itself, Lacrosse County, just one more case. I don't even know if I should say just, but we're up to 23 total cases in Lacrosse County. And I'm, I know yesterday we had one of those people were out of the hospital and isolating at home. Let me pull up. I've got all these bookmarks now because I'm starting to figure out. Oh, I need to go to this page, this page, this page, and this page. Uh, hospitalized in La Crosse County. Nobody is hospitalized now. So the two people that were hospitalized, I believe, I know for sure one was sent home to isolate. So they're not, they're not better, you know, totally recover, but they're just home recovering, which is great. And the other person has now left the hospital as well. I'm not sure if that person, maybe I'm, I'm assuming that that other person is at home isolating to, to uh, get full recovery. Um, also a tiger, I believe was a, diagnosed with COVID-19 in the Bronx, just to, just to throw that out there. So I was talking to a friend. I'm like, a tiger got it? Really? So, and Grant brought up a great point. Like, oh, we're testing tigers now, but, um, you know, do we have to be careful with our pets if we have the virus? Do we have to isolate from even our pets? I was, I didn't even think of, about that until, until just now. Like, oh, okay. So our pets now have uh, we, if you have the virus, then stay away from literally everything that is alive. So except mosquitoes, go ahead and, and let mosquitoes get the virus, right? Wait, no, they'll transmit it, won't they? So no, it's airborne. All right. So 
Grant, let's take the take the calls in order. I'm, uh, is it Tom? Do we got Tom waiting first? Yep, we got Tom on line one. Here you go, right. Tom. Yeah, um, I'm wondering, did they aggregate some of the voting sites, or did that not happen? Do we go to our normal polling site or not? No, Tom. There's uh, there were 13 places, and now there are eight. And where are those? Um, good question. I will. The Lacrosse Tribune is my answer. Nope. <laughs> there's a there's a. Do you have do you have the internet, Tom? Sort of okay. I'll try to figure that out exactly. I know I have it. That's one of the pages I don't have bookmarked. I know you go to myvote.wi.gov, and there's a little link there. It says "Where do I vote?" So that would be the best place to go. Um, I do. I know we have it on our website too. I just I have to go. And I'm I'm trying to talk and Google at the same time. So we'll hit okay. we'll hit polling locations before the end of the show. We'll make sure to yeah. to mention that a couple of times before six o'clock. Okay, thank you. Yep, no yep. problem, Tom. You'll have to listen now to the rest of the show. I'm sorry about that. Um, but all right, so I I think Joe is is Joe back and Eric is waiting. Yep. So we'll have Joe and then we'll go to Eric. Go ahead, Joe. So I know you guys want to compartmentalize anyone who calls up and try, tries to compare it to the flu. But what I was trying to say earlier is whether the virus is some strain of influenza or some mutation of COVID, what kills everyone is the pneumonia that ensues, no matter what the virus is. So what I'm saying is why are we able to vote when 50,000 people die every year from virus-caused you know, caused pneumonia during our flu season, and 270,000 people have to be you know, hospitalized or more why are we saying like, well, now we can't do anything? When we're, you know, go vote before. Last year, fifty thousand people died from pneumonia caused by viral infections during the flu season. No one said anything about it. My question is, viruses kill everyone every year around the same temperature, time, and congregation of people sticking together during the colder months. You know quarter of a million or more and 50,000 die every year and we vote, we play basketball, we don't cover our face, why are we doing it now? Why is it that this virus is causing everybody to shut everything down when we perfectly well allow 50,000 people to die every year without saying a word about it or mentioning anything about it? Okay. All right, Joe. Yeah, we uh, nobody's immune to this. Literally zero people immune to it. We're not even sure if after somebody goes through the process of healing from this and be, becoming recovered where they no longer have to isolate, I, I'm not even sure if we totally understand whether or not they will be able, you know, be able to contract it again. If it, they're totally immune because they, there's only one strain of this virus, there's multiple strains of flu. So, uh, yeah, everybody is going to get it if we all just go about our day and 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 then what happens is everybody gets it and new york city happens go just go google what's happening in new york city right now they're they they do not have enough beds they're 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 ventilate they you know they're they're asking china i believe china had to ship them some ventilators they're they're having to compete with other states and the federal government to get supplies that they need we can't even test everybody for this thing yet be but um yeah, so nobody is immune. I don't know how many times you, you you need to that told to you, but I mean to compare it to the flu, like we would cut down on car accidents if everybody stopped driving, but we that's not necessarily an option, right? Like it's a great idea we would just not leave our house during flu season at all. Yeah, that would cut down on deaths, but I, there has to be some 
like logical limit to this, right? It's not like we can social distance all year round, right? Well, there's a vaccine for the flu as well. Exactly. Some people don't get that vaccine. So, and I understand that the vaccine isn't foolproof, but there is a vaccine that prevents it from spreading to some degree. And um, it's, it's not the flu. Like everybody is going to get this if we just all go about our day. So that's, that's the problem. Like if I go about my day without COVID-19, I'm not going to get the flu because I got a flu shot. The, the, the odds of that happening are, are, are reduced. All right. Eric from Sparta is still there, I believe, right? Yeah. All right, Eric, go ahead. Yes. Uh, this is obviously a bad situation. I don't necessarily agree with Republicans forcing this election to go on or the courts to do it either. But why didn't Ebert uh, shut down the state? Everything closed. Uh, two, probably two weeks ago? Uh, you think he might have thought about uh, maybe ordering a bunch of masks and stuff and gloves and stuff to distribute a bunch of citizens of this state? Okay, I don't, he, it may be a availability problem, but the point is, if that is what he should be working on most in order for, for people to vote. Every time they go out in public, get the wrong people, it's damn near a death sentence, it seems like. Yeah, okay, thanks for the call, Eric. Yep, um, we're, we're now getting you know news. I think that was the meeting today from the La Crosse County Health Department, uh, a little bit about masks, right, Grant? You got to listen to that meeting. I was listening to the Evers address. Yeah, I was I was at the meeting today. So some good clarification about masks. Like, first of all, I think they wanted to make it really clear that they would prefer you to stay inside. Like, it's not like it's okay to go about your day as long as you have a mask. Like, staying at home is best. But if you have to go out wearing some sort of covering over your face is ideal. Obviously, they want, you know, the nice, not the nice masks, but the official, the N95 3M masks to be reserved for healthcare professionals. So just clearing up some confusion about masks and talking about a couple new cases. There was a a decision to close campgrounds in La Crosse County that they're thinking the rest of the state is going to follow suit. So, yeah, a couple of details um, from today's meeting. A lot of talk about masks. Yeah, and if you go to the La Crosse County Health Department Facebook page, um, they're answering. You can ask and answer questions during that meeting. That meeting happens Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 p.m. It's kind of nice to, you know, if Eric, if you had a question, you could you could, you could get on there and, and post it. Uh, but if you go to the, just, if you got the internet, Eric, La Crosse County Health Department Facebook, and then scroll down and look for that um, little video, you can just watch their video. I don't think, even think you have to sign up for, for Facebook. You just got to tell Facebook, I don't want to sign up. Um, we talked about Tom had asked about polling places, so there are there are eight now in like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I see seven blocks here, but I believe there are eight polling places out of the thirteen that used to be, um, and they're on. If you go to the City of Lacrosse, just type City of Lacrosse Facebook, and uh, the the logo there is a little brown goldish, a gold logo, City of Lacrosse, WI slash dash government slash City News. It's the pinned. Facebook post. It's the pin post. Their polling places have changed. Um, I don't. I don't know if I, I need to read these. District two. District two. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot of addresses. This is not going to be good radio, and it's not going to be very informative unless somebody had a pen and a pen. So yeah, go to the city of La Crosse, Wisconsin government city Facebook page, and it's the pinned post. So it's the first post that you see. Hit see more. Otherwise, go to myvote.wi.gov and and check out 
um, just just go and, and, and look to see where you need to uh, to go. I think you can just type your address. I haven't done it. I'm not in Wisconsin. so I actually haven't gone through the process, but um, you can no longer get an absentee ballot. The, the biggest oddity here, aside from the government and Republicans arguing about whether or not we should be in-person voting tomorrow, seems pretty obvious that we shouldn't. And the, the biggest... I think the biggest detriment to this whole situation, while Governor Evers does this last-ditch desperation, Hail Mary, full-court shot, whatever cliche, because we need to work sports into this a little bit since we don't have sports. Damn right. Whatever whatever cliche you want to put into this, Governor Evers, he, he probably knew because Saturday Governor Evers said, I don't have the authority to do this. Today, he he says, uh, you know, he tries to declare an emergency and 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 change the vote to mail in voting while Republicans on Saturday. Okay, so Governor Evers called a special session Saturday. Hey, let's talk about this. Let's either debate it. Let's discuss it. We have this pandemic. People are getting this virus more and more every day, especially in Madison and Milwaukee. I mean, we seem to be okay in lacrosse, but I think that's because it's just less congested and we're maybe just doing a better job than the bigger cities of, of distancing. Maybe it's just because we have less people. Maybe there's not, a, you know, I don't know. It's just in, in that terms, I, we can get outside a little bit easier too. If you want to go for a walk in Milwaukee, it's, you know, you have to drive somewhere. So you have to walk to your car. Um, anyway, so look, Governor Evers called a special session on Saturday. The Republican led assembly, the Republican led house, they control the government. They control the ability to change the rules. We could have did this Saturday. We could have did this weeks ago. But like, okay, so we're 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 changing we're changing absentee ballots. We, he's imploring the GOP led government to change the rules. Like, we got to change this. We don't need people going to the poll places. And what happened on Saturday? They gaveled in and gaveled out of the meeting in just seconds. So that's we didn't even discuss it. This is like the gun legislation we had months ago. Hey, can we we call a special session? We need to talk about gun control. They gaveled in and gaveled out of that meeting in seconds as well without even discussing it. Why aren't we just why aren't we discussing this stuff as long as we're calling the special session and I I'm assuming that they meet in person, which is, you know, maybe not the safest thing either. Maybe they don't meet in person. I'm not exactly sure. But they, if they're literally gaveling in and out of session, then they must be meeting in person to some to some degree. So uh, it's 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 just a, a very frustrating. There's 15 other states that had elections amid this crisis. You know, this crisis is gaining steam every day, and maybe it's losing a little steam in places. But every day it's getting worse, and as we're as we're also trying to figure it out. But 15 other states have postponed their elections to later dates, and maybe they'll do it again. Who knows? Or And or they've gone to a completely mail-in ballot, and Wisconsin is the only state, the only state that said, nope, nope, we're not going to do that. So 15 other states and Puerto Rico, which is not a state, but they've also postponed that election. Wisconsin, the only state in the country that just said, no, we're good. We're just going to go on with in-person voting you know, your health be damned. So that's where we're at. All right. We're going to take a little break and reset. We'll be back on Wisdom after this. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. If you want to get in here, a couple minutes left in the show, 608-785-7914, the Sugarloaf Ford Talk and Text Line. Trying to wrap our heads around the idea that the, what, maybe... 
seven, ten hours ago, a little bit, a little bit, not maybe not quite that long ago, Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers canceled in-person voting for tomorrow's election. So to about 24 hours before the election happened, the governor said, we're going to cancel it. It's dangerous. We don't want to put all these people's lives at risk. You know, for example, Milwaukee, city of Milwaukee is 180 polling places. They've cut down to five because a thousand, over a thousand workers, poll workers, aren't going to go volunteer and work at the polls because they don't want to be, they don't want all those people in the city to come by and vote and then just be exposed to COVID-19 over and over from all those people. So in the city of La Crosse, um, the polling places have been cut a little bit less, 13 to 8. So, you know, we're not cutting 175 polling places like Milwaukee, but we've cut down 13 to 8 right here in the city. Um, if you go to the City of La Crosse Facebook page, just just type City of La Crosse Facebook page. It's easy as that. Uh, if you get to that page, it, the, the page has a little gold symbol, little circle gold symbol, City of La Crosse medallion, whatever you want to call that. And uh, it's the first post on there to give you all the, the, the locations that you want to, to know about where you need to vote. Otherwise, go to myvote.wi.gov, and you can get on get on there and just look. Find my polling place. Just look for that. Uh, on the phone, I believe, is Dan. Dan, you waiting? Yeah. All right, go ahead, man. Oh, thanks, Rick. Yeah, I saw a guy giving some tips about uh, face mask options. Uh, you can go to the skiing section or online, and these for skiers in the snow, they got these face masks, and uh, some are disposable. You could pick up one of those, and you can spritz it with some vodka and water to sterilize, keep it clean, or some... Uh, 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 acidic, orange acidic uh, acid, or uh, orange acid, something that's same as Lysol, but it's the activating agent that's in there. So that's that's an option other than these paper carpenter things. But you know, our, our Thomas Jefferson, who passed the con- one of the signers of our Constitution, fighting against uh, British rule and all that, he said, uh, "When injustice becomes law." Resistance becomes duty. And uh, I just wish everyone would repeat that until it sinks in. All right. Thanks for the call, Dan. 608-785-7914. Turnout for the spring elections are always a quarter of the usual fall elections, is what Phil texted in. Um, I mean, this is this is really the, the fight that's going on. I, I don't think, I don't think uh, the idea that we want to keep people safe is as much as we want to keep people from voting a little bit in in terms of now that you first you, you might think oh governor evers wants to keep people from voting by taking away tomorrow's election okay but he's also the alternative to that is to literally mail everybody a ballot and let them vote and what will that do that'll allow everybody who's eligible to vote to vote god forbid so that's where we were at and and now that's that's been the, it's been put put on hold because of the state Supreme Court has ruled, I believe, along party lines, four to two. I could be wrong. There could be one conservative judge that voted for and one uh, one liberal judge that voted against because the the at this rate, at this point, the, the majority is four to two. And that's that's how the vote was. I didn't look to see um, who exactly voted where, but. That's that's the assumption. I know this. I only only have a minute left, but just a question for you, Rick, and maybe our for listeners as we talk about this more as the week goes on. Is it the principle that people are upset with? Because I I don't really feel like anybody has anything against pushing the election forward uh, that I've heard and seen other than 
nobody thinks that Tony Evers should solely have the power to do that, right? Like, is is that is the principle? Is that the only thing people are, are pushing back against? Because I think moving back the election is a good idea, right? Are we worried that Tony Evers has the power to do that? Yeah, uh, well, is that what people don't like? Is that well, our governor shouldn't be able to do that? Well, I yeah. think it's a good idea, but is is that what we're mad about? Because that seems silly to me. Yeah, and that and we've just the Supreme Court just ruled though along party lines that he doesn't have the power to do that. And Evers even said Saturday, so it wasn't. Uh, Tim Grinke even said earlier uh, before the show. He said that's that's probably. Uh, probably not the smartest thing. When Governor Evers says Saturday he doesn't have the power to do that, and he calls a special session and asks Republicans to, you know, change the rules, uh, and then they gavel in and out of the meeting in seconds. It's just that's where we're at. Anyway, that's all the time we have for today. We'll do it all again tomorrow right here on Wisdom.